0: Hey everyone, it's Robert Poole again. In this episode of Growing Your B2B Small Business, uh, I wanted to talk about a topic that fundamentally changed my effectiveness as an entrepreneur and a business owner. Let's get to it. You have a small B2B business. Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Let me uh, start with a question. Uh, when you arrive at work every day, do you have a plan for what's going to happen uh, and what you're going to accomplish that day? Uh, you know, and when the day is over, do you feel like you got a lot done or do you think to yourself, what, you know, what did I even do today? Well, for years, I can say for myself that I often came to work and, you know, I had a few things on the calendar, uh, you know, a vague idea of what I wanted to do that day. And, you know, sometimes I had a to-do list, uh, but most of the time it was just reactive, you know, at the end of most days, if someone had asked me what I did today to move my business forward, I you know, I really would have struggled to answer that question. You know, I might be able to list a few things that I accomplished, but, you know, in reality, these are usually things that were administrative in nature and, you know, or at best, you know, some kind of internal system fix or enha- enhancement, you know, but, uh, you know, when we started our company on a shoestring with no outside investment, uh, you know, for that first decade or so, uh, I was, you know, single and, you know, for a good portion of that time. And, you know, I worked 60, 80 hours a week, often seven days a week. And, you know, I'm sure some of you can relate to. Uh, it takes a lot of time and focus to grow a successful business. You know, there's no free lunch in this life. And anyone who tells you that it's easy to grow a business is either lying or has never done it themselves. You probably heard the old, you know, work smarter, you know, instead of harder, you know, and that's easier said than done. You know, if you're doing something new, growing as a person uh, and a business, uh, you know, it takes time. Uh, So, you know, I struggled with this challenge for years and spent a lot of time working in my business, even though we had hired in employees and handed off certain tasks, just because you delegate tasks to employees doesn't mean that you won't find new ones to fill your time, you know, as they say, you know, work expands to fit the time allotted for it, so to speak. You know, And like a lot of things in life, uh, it took a wake-up call of my business partner passing away and being overwhelmed with too much to do to get me to really search for answers on how to do more in less time. You know, it's not that I hadn't tried, you know, but, you know, time management systems before. And, um, you know, there have been systems around for decades that claim to help you save and organize your time. And I've used everything from, you know, the old school Franklin planner notebook, uh, if you're old enough to remember that. And, you know, to yellow pads of paper, you know, desktop and mobile apps and, you know, uh, Palm Pilot and Blackberry, you know, all those things, uh, you know, in the past, uh, if you've been around, uh, you know, unfortunately, what I found for myself is that, you know, a lot of the systems, regardless of their specific method, became really glorified to-do lists for me. You know, the electronic ones at least had you know some kind of reminder, but you know, you can hit that snooze button in Outlook, you know, indefinitely, and you know, I'm certainly a master at it. So at this point, I knew I had to do something different. Uh, as I researched more about time management and how to be more effective, I did things like you know a time study where you basically write down what you're doing every 15 to 30 minutes throughout the day and then look back to see where you're spending most of your time. And, you know, are you spending your time talking to your clients, handling employee issues, messing around on Facebook or just reacting to the day's fires in general? You know, and when I looked at this, what really jumped out at me is that the amount of time that I was spending on what I would term as non revenue producing activities, you know, by this stage in our company, we were doing, you know, several million dollars annually. And, you know, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the revenue side and you know i found i was spending you know 90% of the time on doing internal processes fulfillment operational issues administrative activities things like that you know all these are important you know and they have their place but none of them have anything to do with growing your business revenue and which is really what this cost or podcast is all about uh, you know this really hit me in the face as i started to see our revenue trend down you know over time instead of up because that side of the business was getting very little attention You know, if you're spending most of your time focusing on the revenue side of your business as the entrepreneur, congratulations, you're doing what you're supposed to do to grow. You know, certainly the operational side of the business, as I said, is critical as well. But, you know, and if you ignore it, it'll sink your company. But without revenue growth, you aren't going anywhere in the long run. You know, this may seem like an obvious concept, but I'm amazed at how many entrepreneurs I encounter and talk to friends that, you know, are doing what I did once, you know, uh, with, you know. Uh, once the, the revenue stream started and was fairly consistent, you know, and that's focus on the cost side of the business uh, instead of the revenue side, you know. So why do we do this? Uh, you know, in, in my case, it was because it was just easier because I like building systems and processes, and I'm, you know, fairly good at it, and so it came natural to me. And you know, I kind of gravitate toward things that are easier for you and you enjoy doing. You know, so you know, obviously something had to change, and I knew that. Um, and I also knew that what I'd done in the past, like daily planners or to-do lists on my phone, weren't working. You know, and uh, you know, in my my research, I stumbled on uh, Tony Robbins' uh, program. Uh, I think it's called "Time of Your Life" or something like that. Uh, I I put a link to it in the the show notes. But it's it's not simply a planner or an app, but you know, with some kind of limited direction. But it's a pretty intense seminar-style audio to the tune of you know, 15 hours or something like that. Uh, it's it's quite long, but. Um, you know, this is an advertisement for Tony's program is just an example of, you know, one system that I use. It works for me. So disclaimer, disclaimer, hope you feel disclaimed. Um, you know, but what I found different about this program was that Tony comes from a little bit different point of view when it comes to time. Uh, you know, in sort of in a nutshell, in my words, you know, his philosophy is focusing on things that are most important in your life. And that'll give you the most fulfillment and the, the greatest results. You know, I decided to to give it a try and, you know, I I really changed my thinking and it changed my daily routines dramatically. You know, I admit that I I use his, you know, program primarily for my business life and not so much for my personal life as my activities director, uh, i.e. my wife, pretty much dictates my, uh, you know, outside of work schedule with our uh, small children. And, you know, I'm fine with that so I can just sit back and enjoy the ride. But, Anyway, um, I listened to the whole program and did what he said, applied it to my business. And I, I was just really shocked at how much it made a difference in my productivity literally overnight. You know, I don't do everything the exact way he recommends, but, you know, I follow the general principles and ideas. And, you know, I even use the, the planner that he, he sells along with the program. Uh, I think he even, you know, as of this recording, he was, he was coming up with a new version of it. Uh, and I, I think maybe even an app or something, but I kinda use the old school, it looks like a Franklin planner type of thing, you know, it just sits on my desk and um but you know I don't remember the the terminology for all this stuff, but I wanted to give you an overview of what I do and why it works for me. You know, first I, I kind of sat down and divided my company into the categories of of things uh, that were important to me that I knew uh, were important to grow the business, you know. For instance, you know, an obvious one, sales is a category, you know. Client service is a category, finance and administrative stuff is a category, you know. And, you know, once I felt like I had all the areas defined as to what's important uh, to grow the company, I I came up with a weekly and even a monthly uh, spreadsheet that became sort of my brain dump list um, where I write down every idea or task I know that needs to get done at some point. And, you know, I try to put in approximate, you know, de- due dates or whatever you want to call them that... Uh, you know, something needs to be done by or my goals to get it done by, you know, and then the actual completion date. Uh, so you have that satisfaction of going back and looking at all the things that you've completed, you know, and then finally, of course, the category that it fits in. And, uh, <clears throat> this brain drum dump allows me to get rid of all the stuff swirling around in my head, you know, sticky pads on the desk, Outlook reminders, notepad lists, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know. And as I think as Tony talks about in that thing, there, you know, this is actually very freeing and, it really is a, a great stress reliever just getting that out of your mind. Um, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, they say in marketing, you know, the confused mind doesn't make a decision and the, a brain full of lists of stuff to get done. Most of them don't get done. Uh, it just drives you nuts because you think about the same stuff over and over again. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. You know, oh crap, I didn't do that or, you know, whatever, you know. Um, so once I have this master dump list, uh, I review it every Friday and, pull out the, the things that, you know, really, I think will move the, the needle in my business the quickest uh, and are the most urgent uh, to, uh, you know, a sheet. Uh, and Tony Robbins got his, his planner with, a, there's like a little weekly summary planning sheet uh, that I dump anything else on that list that I, I know has to be addressed in the next week, you know, like meetings or even personal things that are scheduled during the business day that will, you know, take up time. And, you know, this, again, allows me to focus on the things that matter and are a priority. Um you know, I then have a, another spreadsheet where I literally allocate specific amounts of time that I plan to spend on each category of the company each day. For instance, uh, you know, if I know I need to accomplish lots of sales related items in the next week, you know, I might allocate, you know, two hours on Monday and three hours on Tuesday and you know, four hours on, on Wednesday or whatever, you know, um, you know, and I do this with all the categories that have items for that week and, you know some weeks um some categories of don't get addressed cuz they don't have anything urgent or or things that i think are critical to move the the company forward you know and uh, cuz there's only you know you only have so much time allotted um so you want to focus on those things that'll that are revenue producing and moving the company forward you know so then i i take that breakdown of time each day and you know knowing how much time has been allotted and then i literally list out the activities for each day under their respective categories based upon the, the time allotted and, you know, how many of those activities I think I can get done in, you know, say two hours. Uh, you know, I I do this and I make sure everything on my brain dump for the list for the week is scheduled for a specific day. And, you know, again, I use Tony's planner for this, but, you know, you can use whatever kind of planner or system you want. Um, you know, this is what I found works for me and it's, you know, it's easier to have something I can write on in pencil as, you know, things change quickly in business and you got to move blocks of time around that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, scheduling the the blocks of time or, you know, items for, for specific blocks of time and certain activities is probably the most critical part of this whole system in my mind. You know, if you just do a or start with a to do list for the day and you start checking off, you know, things that you're trying to get done, you know, you're, you're not going to get them done. And even if you do get them done, you know, you can look back and go, what did I actually accomplish other than these, you know, this laundry list of, you know. Uh, stuff that uh, may or may not move your business forward, you know. Um w- And when you have a window of time scheduled uh, for a specific category or area of your business that you're working on, and you've got specific things that you're working on scheduled during that time, you tend to get them done quickly and effectively. Uh, You know, you find that, you know, if you've only got two hours to Work on this, you know, sales message and this, you know, script and whatever you figure out a way to do it. Um, whereas if it's an open ended thing on a to do list, you know, you could spend all day on it, you know, and not get half of what is done, you know, so, you know, that's kind of an overview of one of the time management systems that I found works for me. You know, you don't certainly don't have to use it. Um, you know, and you got to figure out what fits your personality and what, you know, you know, that you'll do, uh, because, um, you know, that's the most important thing that is that whatever you do you got to do it consistently and a consistent basis i found that this works for me and it works consistently cuz i you know i've tried things in the past where you know you start something and they, you do it for a few days and it becomes such a pain that you basically go back to bouncing from fire to fire you know um you know some of you have, have portions of the job that requires you know reactive or sort of a reactive activity you know instead of an activity that you can schedule you know I mean, uh, for instance, you might be a solopreneur and when a client calls, you know, it's important that you take the call, you know, if this is the case, um, doesn't mean you can't schedule time blocks for things, you know, build what I call flex time into your schedule, which I do sometimes uh, between scheduled blocks of time of other areas. I mean, cause you know, you're going to get interrupted. And so uh, you just have to allocate for that interruption, you know, you know, most of us can set aside time for important blocks of time for things like prospecting. You know, you'll think shut off your phone for inbound calls, close your email out, silence your cell. You know, um, the key to scheduling um, blocks of time uh, is to schedule it and be ruthless about sticking to them. Don't let yourself get thrown off unless you have flex time built in there and only for very important reactive events. You know, Uh, if you don't get something done during that period of time, you know, roll it over to the next open period of time. You know, if you're working on sales activities on Monday and Something you were scheduled to get done and didn't quite get it done, but you got sales, you know, scheduled on Wednesday, finish it on Wednesday, you know. Um, you'll get better and better at, at knowing how long things take also by planning this way. Um, you know, on a little bit different note, uh, you know, a couple other little tricks that I've learned, you know, I found out early in my cold calling career was, you know, to do my cold calling first thing in the morning, you know, this, Concept came from a guy, um, Mike Ferry, who was a big real estate trainer in the eighties and nineties. And I think his uh, one of his sons took over his business now and he's, they're still doing it, but, um, in a great program. But he, um, uh, he was always a big fan of cold calling versus, you know, just sticking a sign in the yard and that's sort a of type of thing. And, um, and I, I, that was really my first introduction to major heavy duty cold calling. Um, you know, and he suggested when you get uh, to the office in the morning, First thing you want to do after you get settled in is turn off your email, put your phone on. Do not disturb. Don't talk to your system about any client problems or issues and, um, and do your block of time of cold calling before your mind gets polluted with, you know, the inevitable negative stuff that comes from email or voicemail or some other problem. You know, if you, if you come in and, you know, even if you're in a great mood and, you know, you're ready for the day and everything, and then you get a nasty email from, a client, or you know, or there's some big problem, you know, um, it, you know, it's much more difficult to uh, after that to get on the phone with the right attitude um, to prospect and and have confidence and be effective, and that you know includes any other you know if you don't do cold calling yourself, you know, but you are you know generating content or you're doing anything that takes you know that right attitude, that energy, uh, all those positive things, uh, you don't want to get that deflated by coming in and letting something derail you from it first thing in the morning. You know, along the lines of, you know, uh, not polluting your mind early in the morning, you know, I've found that I also make sure to schedule activities that I don't want to do, you know, early in the day. I mean, we've all got stuff, you know, that we don't like to do. Uh, You know, we procrastinate on and it's not a pleasurable thing to do. And for whatever reason, you don't look forward to it. But um, you know, as the day goes on and you know your energy gets a little depleted, um, you know, and you encounter problem after problem, you know as an entrepreneur, that's part of our job and it's a lot easier to procrastinate and put an activity that you don't want to do, um, you know whether it's to make a call, send an email or whatever um, than it is to um, actually do it you know so um, but also the opposite is true. if you get those things out of the way early in the day, you know you literally get Uh, a little chemical high in the brain, Uh, you know, I forget which one it is, but, you know, it's scientifically proven to be real that you uh, sort of get a a little high from, you know, things like that that are positive events and and getting a small mental pat on the back that you did something you didn't want to do and you overcame a small obstacle, uh, you know, because of fear or procrastination or whatever, you know. And uh, this little high will propel you forward in the rest of the day and make you even more effective, you know, um, I've, uh, in going back to Mike Ferry, you know, he used to talk about when you're cold calling, the best time to, to set an appointment is right after you set an appointment, because you're on that high of that success. And so, that enthusiasm comes through on the phone, and it's the same concept uh, with any kind of activity that you don't want to do. Um, you know, I, I know I bounced around a little in this episode, and, you know, time management and productivity is a subject, uh, you know, that you can really get into, and uh, but it's something that uh, you know sounds boring to a lot of people, and people, are like, oh, whatever you know, because they've tried things before. Um, but you know, the takeaway I hope you get from this is that how you use your time directly affects the growth of your business, and you can either stagnate it or grow it. You know, use this asset wisely. We all have the same 24 hours, and so those who are successful in mastering the use of their time are always going to be more effective than those who just jump from fire to fire and never really get where they're, they're trying to go. Um, So the next episode, we're going to talk about one of the hardest things business owners have to do. And that's in my mind, terminations and layoffs. We'll talk about the strategy I use that works uh, and that at the same time minimizes the stress that it can cause you. Thanks for listening today. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable and it's an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. I also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.